Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Gray Bar Sports on a Sunday morning. Goldschmidt swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Gray Bar, your distributor for electrical and datacom needs. Billikens win! Billikens win! Once again, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. Welcome back. Sports on a Sunday morning coming to you from Ballpark Village. We're inside Cardinals Nation, and the big surprise is that Ollie Marmel has joined us in person. It's great to have you in our spot here inside the restaurant. Good to see you, Tom. Can I get you something to eat, a little something <laughs> to drink, maybe something like that? No, I'm all right. I'm all right. right. Well, it's good to have you. I know, as I said on the air, none of this is fun to talk about, uh, losing and uh, trade deadline stuff. The first time this team has been looking to trade players that uh, – could have helped them down the stretch and all that but let me first just give you sort of the lay of the land here so this is our studio here ballpark village we broadcast here pregame and sometimes postgame mostly pregames here uh, for the fans we also have the studio downstairs that you've been in inside bush stadium and then above us is valley sports midwest their studio is right up here um but yeah, this is you know this this building will soon be swarming with fans, and and you you notice them. I mean, they, this place has been packed. A lot of Cubs fans too, but the place is packed. The fans love your team, and I'm sure you share with them the disappointment that you haven't been able to deliver. No doubt about that. I mean, you you set out every spring training to make sure that you're competitive and that you're making a playoff run, and and the goal is always to win a World Series. Um, we're we're coming up short, and. Uh, We've dug ourselves a hole that puts us in a position this year where uh, it's uh, it's tough, and, and we're looking at the trade deadline much different than any other year. So is there disappointment? Absolutely. Um, do I feel responsible? Absolutely. You wake up every morning trying to figure out how to how to change this, how to turn it around. But uh, quite honestly, we've dug ourselves a pretty big hole. Yeah, I mean, how do you see – why this has happened and there are many layers to it let's start with pitching and, and what we've seen there yeah um it just hasn't been good enough and that's just the reality i think it's been better as of late but if you look at the first part of the year it was very difficult to string together wins with the way um the rotation looked and the way that we were performing out of the pen i think our offense has done a pretty decent job throughout there's some stretches there where it was tough to score runs, but for the most part, they've been a pretty um, high-end offense. Uh, they score runs. There's different ways of them beating you. Um, we don't have to rely on the homer, although we hit them. Uh, but from a pitching standpoint, when you lose that many games after the seventh inning, when you when you have a lead after the seventh and you lose that many games, it, it's that that's tough, and um, that's uh, been reoccurring. 
it has, and you know, it, it doesn't make it any easier. I know that anybody that you lose to wouldn't be good, but with that the Cubs are doing their thing and starting to make a little run here certainly turns the fans off, as you can imagine. What have you seen in them? I mean, they have a team that's now won eight in a row. Yeah, they're doing a nice job, and uh, they pitch well. Uh, they have different ways of scoring, but for the most part, um, they have a rotation that's done a really nice job for them. It gives them a shot every day. Uh, we've had a our trouble against some of their starters. Uh, Steele's done a really nice job. Yesterday was tough against us. Um, we saw Stroman pretty well when we saw him at their place. Um, but outside of that, they've done a pretty nice job. What do you make of Adam Wainwright yesterday and kind of Adam Wainwright just since he came yeah. back from the injured list? Um, he's This is the best he's felt. And, and he, his back feels good. His shoulder feels good. And there's a little bit of an uptick in the velo. Um, you can see that he's thrown from a, a different slot, and it's uh, free and easy. And his pitches have more finished to them than they have in the past and uh yesterday was a, a really good example of what he does well he was on the ground quite a bit he got out of some innings with a double play and um that's what it needed to look like but for him to give a six with 85 87 pitches yesterday was exactly what was needed so you think that he certainly can make more starts for you yeah i do i do um that that looks a lot better and as long as he's healthy he'll continue to make those starts and then you have Steven Matz, who's ready to go for this start today. He's been better. He's been a lot better. And the, the biggest thing for him is just intent. Um, he's not, I mean, pedal down. He's not just easing his way through the first inning. And, and when something goes wrong in the past, it's kind of snowballed on him. And what we're seeing now is just, man, pedals down. He's going hard. The intent's there. There's a little bit of a nudge to him. Because um, what he has from a pitch standpoint is definitely enough. It certainly. And then Miles Michaelis is also pitching for you. And last we saw, he threw 14 pitches. And the last one was uh, against Ian Happ. It hit him in the in the hip on the backside. And he got tossed from the game, which honestly surprised me. And I've seen a lot of this stuff, and so have you. But the first one was up and in. Why not call the warning there? And then at that point, don't, doesn't all that stuff just end? Uh it would have ended, yes. And uh, I, I had an opportunity to sit with the umpires and have a discussion with them the day after. And, and it, it was tough for them to call the warning after the first one. It just seemed like a regular pitch that just kind of left his hand up and in, and they, they didn't think anything of it. Um, I, I thought if there was intent, like they said, behind the first one initially, um, that, hey, just call a warning and then uh, end all of it. But uh, that's not what happened, unfortunately. He gets tossed, I get tossed. He gets a five-game suspension, I get one, and I serve mine. And... We'll keep moving. It's just part of it, but uh, definitely unfortunate because it set us up uh, where our pen had to eat that up, and, and it was hurting yesterday as well. Yeah, yours is mandated, right? You have to be suspended. That's correct. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, the, but I thought the ejection was worse because not that it's an automatic L, but it puts you in a pretty bad spot. It, it puts you in a bad spot opening up the series there, especially with the guy that um, tends to give you innings and, and eat up. Uh, six innings for you um so to go to the pen that early it, it is definitely a disadvantage yes and just so people in case they didn't follow this why what happened leading up to it Contreras was whacked in the head by an knee and a half backswing that didn't look like he intended to do it but it's a big long swing that he always has I saw it yesterday when he hit the home run yeah that that's how he finishes his swing and um Contreras has a tendency to kind of creep up closer than most catchers, so it, it was just a, the way it all worked out. It, it got him pretty good. Um, Wilson wanted to stay in the game. I mean, there's blood coming out pretty good, and he's just, say, hey, patch me up, let me stay in this thing. Um, but he had to come out. He's obviously feeling a lot better. He was able to play yesterday. He'll have today off. 
but um, he's in a good spot. And then, of course, there's the Talkman catch. Talkman goes Superman on Burleson, and yesterday Carlson almost got them back. Yeah, he almost did. Um, but that was a really nice play. I mean, if you look at that game that we lost, it was a well-played game, both sides. I mean, really good defense on both sides. Uh, they did a really nice job of turning some double plays. That, that catch at the end of the game obviously was a big catch. Our guys uh, did a really nice job on the other side of the ball, nice double play on the bunt. Um, so it was a well-played game. We came up short, but, um, yeah. Uh, Ollie Marmel's popped into the restaurant here at Cardinals Nation, Ballpark Village. We get to spend a little more time with him. We really appreciate it. Um, I'm going to get you – I'm going to get a couple of waters for us, actually. Do you mind, Tim? Tim's our man. He's here with us, Tim Wells and his great crew, um, as I appreciate it very much. I look at the Arenado thing, and, again, I said this in the beginning. I was one who said Arenado's not going anywhere. So people can, in New York, L.A., everybody can write whatever they want. Nolan Arenado's staying. Then I, not that I doubted myself, but it kind of hung out there for so long. I wondered what is going on. I'm going to ask John Mozeliak about that part of it later sure. in the show. But I wanted to ask you kind of how you took all of that and how Nolan did without him being here. But what did you think about your third baseman? Yeah, I, I've had several conversations with Nolan throughout this process. And um, you, you can't say that we're setting ourselves up to win next year and Nolan not be in the picture. Um, I mean, this is a, a really big pillar of success for us and having him and Goldie and putting the right pieces around those guys in order to win next year. So, um, no, the discussions and the communication with with him have been really good for my part. I mean, I've, I've enjoyed that with Nolan going through this process with him. Um, at the end of the day, he's, uh, he's a winner, and he, he's here to do exactly that. He wants to do that here. He's made that super clear, and uh, we look forward to doing that together. He really likes it here, not he only does. in your clubhouse, no, he but does. he likes being in St. Louis is a good fit for him. He's not a – He's not a big a going out guy. Look at me. He nah, wants to play ball. All he cares about is his family and winning. It, it, that's truly all he cares about. So this is a perfect city for him. This is a city that loves winning, and he wants to do it here. He wants to win a World Series here in St. Louis. Speaking of the front office, obviously you can't reveal everything that's talked about there, sure. but just your overall feelings of what they're trying to do here. Uh, um, to put it super simple, um, nobody wants to go through this again, and, and we know – part of the reasons why we've gotten to this point and we're not wanting to repeat it and they're wanting to make moves to make sure and yesterday coming out and saying Nolan's not going anywhere is part of that we're we're looking to win immediately and uh so the communication with the front office uh, has been really good and they're working hard to make sure that happens you have some young players that certainly figure to be part of what you're doing here Jordan Walker if you could talk about the growth sure. of your player there. We know what we see at the plate, but defensively as well. Yeah, I, I love Jordan Walker. Um, his mentality, his just, I mean, he's so committed to getting better every day. And this is going to be a process. Um, we have to continue to remind ourselves how young Jordan is and um, how hard this game is at this level. And he's figuring it out, and he's getting better every day. He's starting to slow the game down offensively. Sir, there's still going to be at-bats that are really tough on him and certain matchups that are really tough on him. Um, defensively, the game is still a little quick, but he's working at it, man. I mean, he's out there every single day with Willie McGee, um, getting after it, working on balls against the wall, coming in on balls. I mean, getting behind. I mean, everything that's needed, um, it's not a lack of effort. This guy's putting in the work, and he's going to continue to get better. It's going to take time, but this is a guy that's a high aptitude, Loves the game, wants to get better, and uh, it'll happen. 
I would be very, very, very surprised if Lars Newpar was not running around in the Cardinals outfield next year. He is <laughs> a tremendous talent. And a lot of people always ask me why, and you just the evidence is right there. He hits the ball hard, and he gets on base. And, of course, we see what he can do out there in the field. It's a really good combination when you are stubborn about not leaving the zone, you have good plate discipline, and you hit the ball hard because he'll take his walks. He doesn't give in. Um, but if it's in the zone, he hits it hard and uh, hits it a long way. So that combination of what Lars brings to the table, is, it's, it's a good one. Another one who hits the ball hard, who figures to be a great one for a long time, is Nolan Gorman. What, what is special about him as a hitter? Um, the thing that impresses me the most about him is his personality. It's, uh, it's a trait that's hard to teach. Um, he cares immensely. I mean, this guy really, really cares about having success, helping the team. He's not a me guy. Um, but at the same time, he has this nonchalant attitude where if things don't go his way, he doesn't care. Um, he's not going to sit there and mull over it and let it beat him up. Like he just He's on to the next. And he can have three tough at-bats, and you can't, he sits in the dugout, and you can't tell if he's 0 for 3 or if he's 3 for 3. And that's a really, really good trait to have, especially at his age. One more that I wanted to ask about. We haven't seen up here yet, but we saw a whole bunch of them, and a lot of that was because of the WBC. Mason Wynn, if you can go back and, and think about what you saw from Mason Wynn and what could be coming here at some point. One of the most impressive springs I've seen. I mean, from a skill set standpoint and mentality standpoint, this is a guy that has some fire to him. Um, he wants to win. He's got some energy. Um, he's got that edge. And uh, whenever he gets up here, I'll tell you what, it's going to be a very, very exciting day because this is a, a real skill set um, Yes, this kid could play. <laughs> he, is, he is really something. You know, when you see Ellie De La Cruz doing what he did in Cincinnati, the energy, I just think wait till this crowd sees Mason win. He is something special. All right, last thing. So, And this will be a question that I'll probably ask you when we do our end-of-the-season review sure. and all that stuff. What have you learned in year two in your position? Man, it's been tough. It, it really has. Um, and you really need to lead well when things aren't going the way you planned um, for the way things are going in order to keep that clubhouse intact and, and people not pointing fingers but truly staying together and committed to one another and trusting one another even during this time um, the trade deadline this is something that that clubhouse has never gone through and, and no one has really experienced and um, for that clubhouse to be the way it is and them committed and still playing the game hard every single day and not letting anything be a distraction um, a lot of credit to the leadership in that clubhouse or staff and the way people have carried themselves but um when things aren't going well you have that that's when you really have to lead well and be intentional with your communication and everything that goes into the day because uh when everything when we're winning and things are easy and everyone's happy i mean that that's that's simple anybody can do that but um yeah this is a time where you have to lead well and embrace it well best of luck to you today you got a 115 start against the cubs so we'll have you head back into the ballpark it was cool to have you walk over here really appreciate it nah, i appreciate it tom thank you thank you manager of the cardinals is oliver marmel with us live here at cardinals nation restaurant we will take a quick time out and we'll come back with more bob nightingale of usa today is going to join us in this hour john Mosellock is going to be with us next hour we're here until noon joe pot takes over cardinals pregame at 12 20 on kmox Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.